Welcome to the Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Y'all ready for this? This is why we have victory. Romans 1.17. The just shall live by faith. 1 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. 2 Corinthians 10.4. For the weapons of our warfare are not natural life, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. So fighting, living by faith, warfaring. What am I saying? I'm saying life is not something we exist in. Life is something that we know is going to be a battle. What defines a battle? It's very simple. What defines a battle? Opposition, right? What defines a battle? Opposition. So when I have opposition, I'm in battle. What defines a battle when I wake up and I make this confession and then I have a thought going, no, you're not. That's a battle. Opposition. Who is opposing me? The old nature, the old way of thinking. And then you can have loved ones agree with the old way. Isn't that scary? All of a sudden, the people that are close to you are going, no, you're not. And you're going, you know, yes, I am. But see, again, these are the struggles. Hopefully, the ones close to you are not that way. Hopefully, by faith, they're going, yes, you are. Hurry. <laughs> Please. Amen? I'm just being real. You know it. Romans 8, 28. You ready for this? And we know. Everybody say, and we know. If we don't get hold of these words and the terminology right now, what scripture teaches, we're playing a game. You're just being religious. And, and to be honest with you, religious stuff, religious Christianity, religious church, religious, all that, it, it sucks. It's terrible. It ain't going to do anything for your life. You might as well just stop it because it isn't. This word is living for Monday. Not for church, for Monday, for life. And when you can get that, you grasp the majority of what God's doing in this word. You do. You realize, you start realizing, wait a minute. This is something I turn on or off. This is, I wake up every day and I have hunger and I, and I want to drink and I, and I want to I want to accomplish and I want to do and I have these feelings of thought. Yeah, exactly. That's life. But that life is hindered or affected by training. So you're created for greatness. I know some of you are like going, how? I just, I just, I get it. But I'm just telling you the honest to God truth. You, treated, you, you are created for greatness. It's in your DNA. You've just been lied to for so long because you didn't have this new nature to get hold of this. But now if you receive Jesus, you have become a new creation. The old has passed away in the sense of it should not be influencing you any longer because you're not a part of that family anymore. You follow me? 
That means new instruction. So I'm getting this. How do, whatever I feel, it doesn't matter. If it sounds logical or not, no, I don't care. What matters is, is am I going to believe? Am I going to hear the words of Jesus? Son, only believe. Yeah, but they said my daughter's dead. Yeah, but they said it's don't have hope. Yeah, but they said, son, only believe. Now, what am I going to do? The natural says, it's a done deal. Quit. Jesus says, only believe. I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to believe Jesus that call those things that be not as though they were. That calls into the, the, the supernatural and speaks faith and words of life. And all of a sudden it comes into existence. It didn't exist before, but because he spoke it forth, it does now. That's the word, amen. Woo, that's powerful, powerful, powerful. And we know, edu. Edu is, 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 is a different word than other words when it's translated in English, knowledge or knowing. And the reason why, so it says know this, there's different words that can be used for this. You can have gnosko, which is the majority used of the process of growing in information, process of growing in knowledge to a place where you're getting understanding. But the knowing and know in gnosko is the process. Edu is coming to a place where you got it. You have full understanding. You have full perception of the truth that you've been taught. There's a time when you're growing in knowledge. One plus one equals two. Then there comes a time when you got it. And then you can go one plus one plus one equals three. So you go to the next level. But there's a time when you got it. You got it. They can throw two doggies down. You'll go two. Because what happened? Edu. You, you've got that full understanding. Everybody got that? This is what he just said. And we know. Okay, why is that important? Listen, believers. We read the Bible religiously. We need to read the Bible with wisdom. That we, we need instruction, right? You need your, your papa helping you just like I need my spiritual papa one time to help me. He's in heaven now. Now it's my responsibility. I'm the grandpa now and the papa. But the point is, is this. He's saying this knowledge is needed for that all things work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Now we can quote that scripture, all things work together for good, but it said, and we do this. Now, why am, I, why am I emphasizing this? Because I can guarantee you that majority of all believers, all Christians out there in this planet, when they're going through hell, when bad things are happening, they do not believe all things work together for good. He said they do, but they don't believe it. Why? Because they contradict God? And his word? No. Because they just, they know more now. Because they don't have the understanding of that statement in context. And when you get the understanding, all things work together for your good, no matter what it is you're going through. And I know that's a difficult one. It was difficult for me to get hold of this, but I know for a fact, he didn't say all things are good. 
No, no, he didn't, he didn't say that because all things aren't good. What we, he's saying this, that when you're in the midst of this battle and things aren't going good, know this, that in the midst of this, you can know good is going to come out of it. Now, you can't, now, now, religion tries to take it in a whole different level. It takes the left field as always. Oh, someone dies. That's a good thing. You know, they get goofy. I'm just going what the word of God teaches in what the context of this scripture is. And that means no matter what I'm dealing with, I can literally stand in a position to know that because I'm called, in, the, in other words, I believe in Lord Jesus Christ. I'm called according to because I'm a believer. But then the other word is those who love him. Oh, this is a two-parter, I think. Those who love him, agape. I just got something and now I got to just go with it, okay? When you first love, say for instance, that, that the person you want to marry or that relationship, you know what I'm saying? That first position or place of love is not agape. When you get married, agape isn't working. It isn't. It's, it's an emotional phileo love. Now you can emotionally go, oh, I just love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. And you can do that. Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. But you haven't had the days, weeks, and months, and years of waking up with each other and realizing, ooh, they sleep that way or they eat that way. or they. And all of a sudden, the puppy love, all the, <laughs> yeah, I just love, love. Read me a poem. We all know this is real. But see, agape is, is you are going through some hell. You're going through some battles. You're going through struggles. People aren't agreeing with you when they should. Whatever. But agape love says, it doesn't matter. I love you. I don't feel like it, but I do. That's agape. None of us. Now, hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be kind, but also truthful. And I'm, I, I include my, when I say all of us, I mean me too. We don't agape Jesus when we first come to know him. We're, we're just <laughs> Jesus. We don't. That's not true at all. No one in here does. Why? Because agape love is the process of growing and receiving the understanding of what it really means to love. And then Jesus then defines it. Because we all are going to do this. I don't care if you've been born again five minutes or five months or five years or 50 years. We are going to go, I love Jesus. Yes, I do. We are going to do that. But Jesus says, these are those who agape me. They listen to what I'm saying. 31 days of confession. That's 100% Jesus, by the way. They listen to what I'm saying. They believe what I'm saying. And they do what I'm saying. These are the, these are the red, let, red letters. These are those who agape me. Wait a minute, watch. What, let, me, let me bring it all together real quick because this will, this will help you. The terrible thing you're going through, God's saying that in that, it's gonna work out for good. But if you're not mature 
in agape, you're emotional. And emotional people won't edu yet because they're still maturing in this life. The knowledge and understanding of it. Like, you, we're, we're getting knowledge and understanding to take us to the next level. We go, oh, no, I'm more than a conqueror. But we got to have the information. So now I'm reading this and realizing, oh, okay, that's why when you make that comment, most people are going, yeah, right, yeah, that, that didn't work out for good for me. And, and there's only one reason why. is because the area of love is still maturing. You're still growing in knowledge and understanding. So what does that mean? It's okay. It's okay. You, you're feeling it's not working, but I'm telling you that in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the turmoil, God says good can grow and happen in it. That only happens when you get to the place of mature love. Do you guys see this? So that's all we're doing. I'm saying, no problem. Some of you, you know, some of you are in first, second, third grade. You know, some of you are in junior hires, know everything. So we keep moving. Amen. We keep going. No, we keep going. And we get to the place where we're secure in it. God knows that. Oh, I'm not done yet. You wait. This is awesome. Ready? Eight, Romans 8, 31. What then are we to say about these things? What, what are we to say about the things that are happening, the negative things? How do we respond in the midst of the battle? If God is for us, who is against us? That's what Paul He said, the, the writer of Romans says this. How do I respond in the midst of this battle, in the midst of this turmoil? If God be for me, who can be against me? So he's saying, this is how you respond. But see, how do I make that statement? I got to know. I got to know. Let's keep moving. Verse 32. Th this is, oh, I love the word. He gives us this, this, this shotgun shell. And he says, let me show you why this thing's so powerful. Let me show you. You, you can make this statement, but let me, let me prove why you can. Verse 32. The father gave the son for us all. When did he give the son for us all? When we were the best? When we were so obedient? When we were like standing on earth and going, Jesus, we're so perfect and we love you and come now. No, when we were the worst. When we were the worst of the worst, God sent the best gift he had. Worst of the worst, right? The Father gave his Son for us all. Will the Father not with him, with Jesus, watch this. He just said, what shall we say about all these things that are happening and going wrong in life and how many struggles and how many, uh, we win, we don't win. We have setbacks, we have victories. What do we do when we're under pressure? What if we do if we're not, if we're not doing what we should be doing? What do I say? If God be for me, who can be against me? But how can I make that statement? Well, let me tell you, Daniel, how you can make that statement is, is that the Father sent Jesus to die for you when you were not lined up with him, when you were against him, when you were anti-him. He sent Jesus to die for you. That's why you can say these things, Daniel. That's why you can get it, because the Father gave Jesus. And if the Father gave us Jesus, will he not also give us everything else? 
We were sinners. We were anti-God. But God gave us his best. He proved his love. Now that we are God's children, will he not give us all things that we need? That's what he says. Oh, what am I doing now? Edu. Wait a minute. Jesus did this. He did it before. When I was the worst, he loved me. Now I'm in. I'm going through all this. How can I say that God is for me? Who can be against me? How can I say all things work together for good? Because I understand that Jesus died for me. That the Father gave, him, gave me Jesus to be in him. Now what is he going to leave me stranded? Now am I going to just drown in all this? No! I got backing. If I'm in a bad position, I just thank Jesus. Not think, I thank Jesus. It's going to be good. It's going to be okay. I know my mind's going, ah! But when my heart says, think right, think right, I can sit there and go, okay, we're good. We're good. It's going to turn out. Paul's proving this. The word of God's proving this. Amen? God cannot fail us because it's a finished work. It's done. This is something I'm hoping for. It's already done. It's finished. There isn't any, you can't add to it. You can't take away from it. You guys getting this? We got to see the battles correctly. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. To prove we are a conqueror, we need to understand, I'm not exempt from a battle, okay? I'm not exempt. God doesn't exempt us from all these things. He doesn't say, it won't come toward you. Your life's going to be perfect. God never did that. God says, we're on this earth. This earth is nasty. It's mean. It's ugly. It's not going to be kind. You're living in it, but understand this. Come to the full knowledge of this. Look at this. Romans 5.2. He's going to answer a lot of questions. Because of our faith through whom we have obtained access to grace in which we stand. I don't stand on my merit. I stand on what Jesus did. It's by grace I've been saved. Not through, not through works. Not through my, I've been good enough. No, it's all Jesus. Amen. Say everybody say all Jesus. Okay. That's the grace in which I stand. We are confidently and joyfully. That's what faith should be. I'm looking with confidence to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know, know what? Problems and trials. We, we don't want this, but they're gonna come. We know that problems and trials, they will help us develop patience. What do you mean? In the midst of this, it's going to be good? Yeah. It's going to help you develop a mandatory key for manifestation of your belief. By faith and patience, we receive the promises. See, if I, if I can't mature in my endurance, my patience, I'm not going to be able to stand in faith for 
these promises to take place in my life. Whatever it is, I gotta endure. Many, many times, my wife and I, we've, we've, we've had to endure, have patience over attacks. Attacks of the enemy, attacks of, of, of medical science, all kinds of things that attack you. But your faith is saying, God said this. God promises that the fruit of the womb is his reward, that we can have children. Medical science attacks us, attacks me and says, 100% Mayo Clinic, it is impossible for you ever to have kids. Impossible. That's my battle, that's my fight. Now what am I gonna do? Do I bow, roll over, and, and, and just, you know, just go, yes, you know so much more? Or do I get in, tap into what belongs to me, and that's God's word? And God's word gives me a promise. God's word says, God's word speaks it to me, to me. So my wife and I came in agreement. This is ours. It's done. Natural, science, everything fought and battled against us. And what do we have to do? Endure. It, believing didn't mean she was pregnant the next day. You see what I'm saying? It didn't. In the midst of the battle, we took our stance and we knew that good was gonna take place of it. Why? Because we do. We know that patience and endurance is working in this little struggle. So I'm not looking at it in, an, in, oh gosh, deliver me, get me out of here. I'm in it to where I've already got victory. I'm more than a conqueror. I don't have to scream or cry or whine. I'm gonna win in this. I'm gonna win. And guess what? Most of you already know this. We have two miracle boys, two, not just one, two. That overcame everything that said 100% impossible. What are you going to do with that? Well, hopefully you're going to hear this testimony and go, all things are possible. All things are possible. Let's move on. He says, when we run into problems or trials, we know that they help us develop assurance, endurance, help us in patience, and patience develops strength and character. And strength and character strengthens our hope. Are you guys seeing this? And hope does not disappoint us. Confident expectation, confident expectation will not disappoint us. Why? Because God has poured out his love into his hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he gave us. He's saying this, when it comes down to it, you are living a victorious life. You are more than a conqueror. This word proves it. He's not giving you, a, he's not giving you an inch to be able to quit or to give up. He's saying, I am showing you in my word how important it is for you to understand, even if you fall down in a trial, even if you get messed up in a temptation, get yourself back up and know what the truth of God's word is. Know the truth, and this truth shall set you free. Get a little excited, don't I? You know it just because I, I do care. It's a fact. God is with us. He's not going to desert us. He empowers us to win. Amen? The scripture for day 14, Romans 8.37, we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. I just read you everything was tied to this statement. That's why he says we are more than conquerors. You know what's so cool is the word more than conquerors 
is one word, hupernakao. Hupernakao is a compound of two words. Now watch this, because this is, this is big. Nikao means conqueror, overcomer, a person that goes into battle and has victory, okay? So that's, that's the first word. The second word is hooper. Hooper is an amazing word because anytime it's used, connected to another word or on its own, I'm going to read because it's, it's just, it'll blow your mind what it means. Super abundant. So it's not just abundant, it's super abundant, all right? Super abundant, superior, way better than, greatest, not greater, greatest, dominant, an overwhelming superior force, unstoppable, superman, super conqueror. That's the other word. So when you really want the truth of what God is trying to show us, he's not saying more than a conqueror. That is... That's, I mean, it sounds good and everything, but it's probably the lowest watered-down definition. He's saying, you are a super mighty force, unstoppable, unbreakable, unchangeable. You are in a position that is greater than. You are in a position that is more superior. You are over and above a victorious person. Now think about that. God's word declares that to you. So now it's not, I'm more than a conqueror. Now it's, man, I, they can make a movie out of me. I mean, Marvel ain't got nothing on me right now. What you're saying is, is in life in general, God sees you in this position. Now, when we've laid out all this truth, now you're realizing why. This is Paul saying, I'm a, super, I'm a super conqueror. And he goes, for I am convinced. This is what he continues in. For I am convinced. I'm sold on. I'm sold out. I've not only seen it, but I've lived it. Are you guys following me? I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any powers, nor height, nor death, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing is going to separate me out. Now, why is that so important? Because everything about the love of Jesus is your eternity. Everything about the Jesus is your life today. Everything about Jesus is your life tomorrow. Everything about Jesus is your ability to overcome. Everything about Jesus is you having victory. Everything about Jesus is having life change. Everything about Jesus is advancing. Everything about Jesus is things becoming better. Because we're in Christ. And the icing on top of this wonderful cake I just made for us. How do you make a cake? You just don't throw down flour. Right? You got to get all the ingredients. 
get all those ingredients and mix all those ingredients together. Once you get all the ingredients together, then you put that thing in the oven. Oh my gosh. And it bakes. And you can smell that cake baking. I just finished a three-day water fast, by the way. And my body is going crazy with that vision right now, that cake. I can smell it right now. I, in faith, Pastor Lau, in faith, I can hear and see that cake cooking in that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just got off of three days of just water, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm awesome right now. I'm loving it. But when you look at this, we're taking all these ingredients, all these diff this different information, we bring it together and we say, here it is. Here's the truth. Here it is right here. I am a super conqueror. I'm unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. If I'm going through something, it doesn't matter. Now, the icing on the cake. Ready? You ready for it? We're gonna, well, I'm going to ice it right now. You Think about your favorite icing. I will right now. Okay, you got it? You got it? Because we're gonna, the cake's cool. But man, the icing, and that's that sugar high. That's, that's what we're not doing for 31 days. But we can pretend right now. Let's pretend. It ain't gonna bring, pretend we'll not add calories. So double up, double up the icing. Double up right now. We, we're not guilty. I'm not guilty. Not enough and in between. All right, ready? You know what I taught in the past, just recently, about promises. I said there's two types of promises in the Bible. There's unconditional promises and there's conditional promises. Conditional promises are, there's a promise made, but then says you need to do this. You need to do this. It's like you want, you want God to give to you, but you need to give. That those are conditional promises. You ready? Everything I talked about, about being a conqueror, being victorious, being overcoming, God is for you. God will never leave you. God is with you. God's, God's not going to disengage. He is there with you. You will overcome. You will be victorious. Everything will work out for good. Even if you mess up, it's all going to be all okay in God's love, in God's identity, in God's knowledge, in God's understanding, in Christ where I live, who he is the head, and I am the body. The icing on the cake is this. This is an unconditional promise. In other words, it don't matter. It's going to happen, period. It's his promise to you. And if you wake up and you're not good, it doesn't matter. This promise is unconditional. This is the love of God. This is God's passion for your life. And God wants you to understand that these words are true and for you to get hold of them, quit playing around with them, get hold of the information and use it in life. Any obstacle, anything that you come against, any challenge, any trial, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or working or, or playing or marriage or family or whatever you're dealing with, understand that these words are God promises to you and he's for you, not against you. He will not run away from you. Even if you fail, he's there. Even if you stumble, he's there. His whole attitude is this. I loved you before you could do anything for me. When you were against me, I loved you with great love. 
That's why he can say, and that's why I can declare with all my heart, I am a superhero, unstoppable, more than a conqueror, because I am in Christ Jesus. And because I am in Christ, nothing is impossible, because I believe it. Say, I believe it. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for day 14. Thank you, Father, that we are conquerors and we are in this position of uh, being unstoppable. We are victorious and we're going to win. We are going to edu, get to the place of full understanding and perception of all this information. And we are going to take it to the limits. The enemy cannot win against us any longer. Hey, if we have a setback, if we have a, a, a trip up, so what? We will ultimately win. We are giving it our best, and that's all what we're going to do because with God's help, we win. And Father, I thank you for the word, and I thank you for the truth, and I give you honor and glory for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everybody said, amen. amen. All right, love you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.